Recorded in the studios at Mad Sky and Associates at 125 West Sunbridge Drive in Fayetteville. Produced by Brian Dean, it is time for the fastest hour in high school sports. This is the Ox and Oz Show. And now, here's your host, Mr. Jeff Oxford and Coach Randy Osnes. I want to welcome everybody to the Ox and Oz Show. I'm Jeff Oxford, joined by my good buddy, Coach Randy Osnes. Coach, how you doing? I'm doing very well. How you doing, Ox? Coach, man, I'm doing great, bub. Doing great. We got Brian Dean here today. Brian is fired up hey, today. Brian seems like I guarantee you, Brian's going to throw some knowledge on us tonight. <laughs> huh? I just got this feeling in my head, Coach. He's going to throw some knowledge on he us. He is going to impart his wisdom. Yeah, yeah. Hey, here's somebody's got to. Well, yeah. Hey, somebody got stock in Google. <laughs> That's what we're doing over well, there. I guarantee you. Coach, how was your weekend? Yeah, it was very good. I've had a great time. Hey, we had a quick turnaround on the show. From Thursday to Monday, here we go. Yeah, so a little bit of stuff going on. Last week we uh, we said we was going to talk about going to go over the All-State football. So we're going to do that tonight. And I think we got who's – our, who's our guest tonight, Coach? Ashley Jones. She's who's the, that? She is the swim and dive coach at Fayetteville High School. And uh, let me tell you, I mean, that that's a program that uh, – you know, it, it's tough to beat. Fifteen state championships. That's a bunch. That sure is. You know how much I know about swim and dive? When I talked to her earlier today, I said, look, you're going to have to be patient. You're going to have to educate us on this, uh, especially Ox and I. Apparently, Brian Dean is a dive expert, so you and he can talk about the dive part yeah. of it. You know, mm-hmm. So we'll go from there. This is what I know. If you dive, you need to know how to swim. I agree. <laughs> so that's about the that's about the amount of swim and dive that I know. I'm, I'm sure she will laugh a lot during this segment. Uh, well, I don't know about all that. But <laughs> <laughs> so, Coach, let's hit up on some basketball right quick. Well, tell me about it. I mean, you are the basketball junkie of Northwest Arkansas. What's going on in the area right hey, now? Hey, man, you're squared right down in the middle of conference play. I mean, like, let's uh, you, got, you got some schools got Colors Day coming up this week, you know, uh, like Farmington's got Colors Day Friday. Uh, but you're right square in the middle of conference play and – you know, you're just about to finish up your first round through through conference. Uh, doesn't matter what conference you're in, Coach. It's too early to call who's going to win. I mean, right now everybody's been doing a good job pretty much uh, holding court on home home gyms and sneaking well, I mean, a few on the road, you know. They are, uh, they are not long from regional basketball, which is February 26th. And then, of course, uh, you know, state rolls in that following week. So, I mean, things are things are going fast. And we went through regionals uh, last week in state. So, plenty of basketball left to get out. You know, if you want to see some good basketball before, before regionals in state, you know, Farmington will be hosting state up here. Beverly will be hosting regionals for that classification. So, a lot of good basketball coming up. But, Coach – end of football season you and i love high school football you know we, we love college football too but we love high school football and there's something about being able to get that letter jacket and get that patch on it that says all state you know they came out with the all state team uh, they, they put it on the AAA website uh we we have all these young men that uh, that made all state here in northwest arkansas and uh you know in the 7a west uh, bentonville leads it up with johnny anderson levi bennett jack burgess Chris Crawford, Preston Crawford, and Jack Ebersol, Ethan Fitzgerald, Cole Joyce, and Logan Turner. Uh, three young men from Bentonville West, uh, Jonas Hickson, Jaden Muskrat, and Maddox Thornton made All-State. For Fedville, Connor Flanagan, Melvin Cumwenda. And then also from Harbor, you had Jadarian Brown, Peyton Henderson, Arrington McCray, Jorge Rea, 
and Hunter Wood from Rogers. You had R.J. Long and Ross Mason from Springdale High. Ladarius Wansley made All-State. Well, that's a, that's a lot of kids. A lot of kids. Yeah. And then in 6A, 6A West, we have a couple of young men from Salem Springs, Camden Collins and uh, Colby Fessler, uh, linebacker and defensive lineman, respectively. The made all state, and my goodness, the 5A West. Now, this may take me a little while, Ox. May have to catch my breath and get a drink of water, but from Alma, Grayson Bailey, Karsten Bonneau, Josh Davis, and then from Clarksville, Nick Buckner, made all state. From Farmington, Colton Kilgore, Drew Sturgeon. From Greenbrier, Ryan Baynard, and Bryce Mohart. From Harrison, the Harrison. Picks it up here with about seven of them. Brooks Roth, Gabe Husky, Ben Johnson, Riley Jones, Colton Shaver, and Landon Stevens, along with Bryant, Bryant Ulrich. Colby Shepard from Huntsville made All-State. Xavier Clemens, Jacoby Criswell, and Gustavo Santos from Moralton made All-State. Nick Lewis, Tyler Morin, Draven Smith, and Jaden Wimberly, all from Valonia, made All-State. Well, that Harrison team was loaded up, Coach. That's one that we thought was uh, was going to bring it all home. and. Got beat by Pulaski Academy at home on a close game. Then Pulaski Academy went ahead and won by a bunch. Yeah, and you and I, you know, in the 5A, uh, you know, we call all these games uh, that Farmington plays in, and, and those names, every one of them, all very familiar. Uh, guys that were impact players for their teams, and uh, a lot of those guys uh, played deep into the playoffs. For the 4A, uh, we're going to go ahead and start off with Gentry, Brandon Atwood. Uh, made all state for P. Ridge, Tate Busey, and Braden Ralph. Uh, Prairie Grove, Hayden Black. For Shiloh, Russell Northworthy, Eli Reese, Max Suarez, and Truett Tollett from Shiloh. Truett's the one that you talked about that, uh, you know, set national records this yeah. year. Yeah, you're right. For a uh, four down here, Elkins, Kane Johnson made all state. And that was our all state players from Northwest Arkansas. Oh, that's, that's, that's good stuff there, Coach. So. Congratulations to them young men. Uh, man, just put in a lot of work and get that patch, Coach. Put those patches on those sleeves and wear them proudly. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back, and I believe we'll, uh, we'll probably have our lesson on swim and dive, Coach. Sounds great, buddy. Make sure to stay tuned to the Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. Are you pressed for time and need something to eat? Look no further than Simple Simon's Pizza right here in Farmington. Located at 56 Yukon Way right behind the First Security Bank, Simple Simon's Pizza is open Sunday through Thursday from 11 to 9 and Friday and Saturday from 11 to 10. If you're really hungry, stop on by during their lunch buffet times of 11 to 2, 7 days a week and a family night dinner buffet every Tuesday from 5 to 8. Armed with various styles of pizza, salad, and calzones, Simple Simon's Pizza has something for everyone. Simple Simon's Pizza is a proud supporter of the Ox and Oz podcast. When you go see them, tell them Ox and Oz sent you. You can now get your print on at the Ozarks. As if the Ozarks didn't offer enough, they now offer custom printed tees and embroidery in-house. That's right, in-house custom printed tees and embroidery. Have an upcoming event? Need to showcase your school pride? The Ozarks has you covered. The newest and best equipment on the market ready to print high quality designs and graphics on almost any surface now at the Ozarks. The direct-to-garment printers print into the fabric itself to prevent cracking and peeling with the best color and quality to boot. 
print on tees, canvas, leather, denim, and so much more. To top it off, the Ozarks embroidery machines produce high-quality results to display your logo with pride. The holidays will be here before you know it, so hurry on into the Ozarks and get a jump start on all your design ideas today. And while you're there, shop the best brands in women's and men's clothing lines and footwear. Dress with the style everyone desires, all at the Ozarks. Located inside Ozark Outpost and Ozark Sportsman Supply off Highway 412 West, barely out of Springdale in Tawnytown. With high school sports from all around Northwest Arkansas, The Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. All right, everybody, I want to welcome everybody back to The Ox and Oz Show. It's Jeff Oxford and, and, and my good buddy, Coach Osnes. Coach, won't you tell us who we got on guests tonight? I'll tell you what, we've, uh, we've done everything in the last few weeks from eSports to uh, wrestling to bowling, and tonight we're fortunate enough to have Coach Ashley Jones from Federal with us. She's a swim and dive coach. Coach, uh, how you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you guys? Oh, we're doing well. Ox, uh, Ox has got a lot of questions. You know, like we said earlier, we're both from Farmington. You know, this swim and dive stuff, well, you're going to have to educate us on this. Well, I guarantee you, we, Coach, we, we've never been around it. <laughs> huh? I know how to swim. I've seen, seen one of them fancy swimming pools that had the lines on the bottom of it, but we, ain't got, we don't have any of that down here. <laughs> hey, hey, Coach, first off, yes. I understand, you know, I've done a little research. I understand that you have one of the most successful programs in the state. Thanks. We and, do. We... And, and with that being said, help us out. Help us understand <laughs> how this works. And, you know, like, like we understand footballs are Friday nights. Basketball is Tuesday and Friday nights. When Let's start at the basic. When is a swimming meet? When is swimming season? So swimming season is the same season as basketball. So if you know basketball season, you know swim season. It's November through states the very end of February. And do you have like set days that you you have your meets no. on? Okay. No. So as teams, we can decide when we want to host our own events. And typically Fayetteville, we like to host on Saturdays. So parents can be more supportive of their swimmers. And it's easier for them to uh, make the meets. Uh, Bentonville, they have the Bentonville Community Center, so their meets, they're sharing with club time, and so oftentimes they host on Fridays, and their dive meets are often on Tuesdays, so it just, it really varies from team to team, and so, so we, we're about to go on a three-game three stretch, we were in Little Rock two weekends ago, and then Clarksville, and then tomorrow we go to Fort Gibson, so... Wow, it can it can vary. So, if you're hosting <clears throat> if you're hosting a meet at Federal, do where do you where do you host a swim meet at? So it's it's really and truly up to the team. We love hosting at the Hyper, um, but we do have to work around Razorback uh, football games in November and basketball games right now. So. We hosted a meet at the Jones Center in November, and on February 1st, we'll be hosting at the Hyper. February 1st? Yes. Coach, we may have to go. We may have to go. We went and watched a little bowling, like I said, a couple of weeks ago, and then also uh, also wrestling. Coach, I know when I was younger, I actually grew up in Fayetteville and had moved out here to Farmington when I was getting ready to start junior high. There, the old Boys and Girls Club used to have a pool as I, I assume that pool is no longer there no that pool has been drained <laughs> it is uh, it is now part of the uh, athletic department 
And I believe where the pool is, I think that is now the cheer gym. Well, that tells you how so old I am. That's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. We now practice over at Fayetteville Athletic Club. Fayetteville Athletic Club. All right. Okay, so, Coach, let's say uh, February 1st. I come to this meet. What, what can I expect to see? So, at first, you'll start to see us with swim. We will compete from anywhere from a 50 free all the way to a 500 free. You could see there's three different relays we compete in. And then about one, probably around 245, we'll start our dive meet. And this dive meet will be a six dive meet. And each diver will do six different dives from like six different categories. So you said a 500. I mean, my goodness. I mean, that's uh, oil ox. Well, is that each trip down the uh, across the pool's fifty? Is that correct? Down and back is fifty. Just oh down my goodness! Down and back oh is my 50. goodness! Mm-hmm. So, what kind of? I mean, I know I know you're still trying to educate us on this, but I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. You know, I've kind of seen your Twitter account, and you guys uh, have quite a few kids on your on your roster. What kind of weight and conditioning program do you guys have at Fayetteville High for your swimmers? So, for us, we are fortunate to work with Fayetteville Athletic Club. And we have two different personal trainers that have been fabulous. We do our strength training twice a week for 30 minutes before we get into the water. And we really focus on body weight. And then we focus on our legs and our shoulders and our abs are kind of our main focus areas. That's awesome. I'm I'm out, coach, on body weight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. So... Freestyle, breaststroke, butterfly, and backstroke. Those yes. are the those are the four main. Um, what do they call them? Four four main swimming strokes. Strokes. Yes. Strokes. Yeah. strokes. Yes. Okay. So do an individual medley, of, mm-hmm. and so, coach, I couldn't do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> How much paperwork is involved with with each meet? Ooh, paperwork. I mean, I mean, how do you guys keep up with? I mean, because so, I, I know if you have how many folks come to a meet, is it just one other school, or is it three other schools, or, or how do you guys work that out? It's really between coaches. So we're really looking to host anywhere from ten to sixteen teams, which oh is what goodness. we had in November. Wow. Um, we will give them a file. Um, that's all. It's all software based, and they will fill in their entries. They get to enter four kids per event, and they will, except for the 50s and 100s, they can put as many swimmers as they want in the 50s and 100s, and they'll send it back to us, and we'll generate a heat sheet that'll have where everyone's swimming and when. So it truly is like a track meet. We call the, we call the event, you know, which lane you're going to, and let's, let's roll. Boys, I'll tell you what, that's... Uh, Coach, how many assistants do you have with your program? So I have two assistants. Um, I have Jamie Reed, who is part-time golf and part-time swim. And then I'm extremely fortunate to have, if you are anywhere familiar with this swim world, you probably know Anita Parisi. And she is amazing. Um, she, If you have a technique question to a... Any question about swim, she knows it. So she 
she is our go-to person for swimming. That's awesome. Now, I, I also realize that we have a, uh, I mean, pretty fortunate to have the, the folks up here on the hill and the swim coach we have up here. Isn't his daughter also like an Olympic swimmer? So I'm not sure if the swim coach says the dive coach. Maybe that's is, what it is. Yeah, so the dive coach is Coach Schultz, and his daughter is Brooke Schultz. And she is training for the Olympics. Um, she wrote, she uh, was first place, first place at the NCAAs, and she's very amazing to watch. So if you ever get a chance to watch her, Brooke Schultz is is great. And she did dive for a short time at Fayetteville High School. Coach, I want I want to back up a little bit, just and I want to I want to talk about about the uh, kids on your team. But before we do that, I, I just just dawn on me, Coach. We, we, we didn't even ask you about your background. I mean, where, where, where are you from, and how did you get involved in swim? So I swam in high school. Um, I swam for Harbor High School. And I was working in Bentonville and happened to hear about the job. And I thought it sounded exciting, so I emailed the former uh, swim coach my information. And sure enough, they, they wanted to hire me. So <laughs> I'm here. Um, coaching Fayetteville High School, and it's, it's been a good time. Well, that's, that's awesome. So let's, let's talk about some of the kids on your team. Okay. Uh, let's, uh, I mean, when you, when you think of that 500 freestyle, I mean, who's, who's, who just pops up on your, in your head, maybe on your team and throughout uh, Northwest Arkansas? So I, a couple of girls specifically pop up in my head. So right now I have – two girls to really, really watch when it comes to distance swimming. Um, one being Ashling Allen and the other being uh, Taylor Horan. Ashling's a junior and Taylor is a freshman. And, you know, there's something to say about when you're in the co- I have competitiveness in my team. So those girls are not just competing against the girls they're swimming next to, but they're also competing against each other. And it makes it super fun to watch. But Taylor Horan... She is someone who could possibly be Olympic trials, not this year, but in four years. Um, she is winning in club swimming the mile, um, the 500, and all the distance swimming for her age group. So she's someone who's definitely to watch. Um, someone else to watch from a different team is Haley Pike. She is from Haas Hall, Bentonville, and she will be swimming in the Olympic trials in Omaha. Oh, wow. I know federal program, man. They've they've got I don't know what how many? 14, 15 state championships. Oh yeah. So I know it's uh, a great program. So how many kids do you have on your team? So I currently have fifty swimmers and divers. Oh my goodness! Oh goodness! Um, we're one of the largest teams in the state, especially our girls team. Our guys team is a little bit smaller. Um, our girls have right around thirty swimmers and divers, and. They we're we're excited about what could happen at state this year and then what could happen at state next year. We have a fairly young team. Two years ago, we won state, and we have a handful of girls that are swimming in college right now from that team. And I feel like we have a new batch of girls that are all coming up. So uh, that would be like Taylor Haran, Ashling's only a junior. Um, Kenya Dressel is someone to watch. She's not just to watch first swim but also for track and cross country um she competed in the the nike invitational 
um, with the cross-country team earlier. So she's definitely just an overall outstanding athlete. Wow. So where, where is where is the state meet? The state meet will be at Bentonville. Oh, okay. On February 28th and 29th. And we will, 6A will be early in the morning. And then 1A to 4A will be in the afternoon. So besides federal, who, if you went to the state meet, besides federal, who, who would you say is big challengers? I mean, who? So our biggest competitive competitor right now is Bentonville High School. Um, they won, won a championship last year. Um, our other large competitor is Little Rock Central. Um, they, their girls team is, is really great. They did, um, beat us, but I have a, I was missing a bunch of my girls swimming at a club meet, so I have a feeling at state we can get them. So, and then for boys, I would say Bentonville's one to watch, but also Conway, Cabot are probably two that are, have really great boys programs. So during your season, uh, the club season, I assume, is going on at the same time? Yes, at the exact same time. So I typically don't require my club swimmers to swim every meet. And so far, I've only had one meet that the club meet was at the exact same time and a little bit more important. So I had a few that stayed back. But most of my kids, they, they choose to come swim high school. They really enjoy the high school swim experience. And they want to be there for their high school team as well. Well, that's great. So you said the state meet is the 28th and 29th at Bentonville. Uh, yes. So, I mean, as far as uh, that goes, I mean, when I show up to go to an event uh, here on campus, it's going to cost me five bucks to get in. What about going to the swim meet? What's, what's it going to cost somebody to get in to watch state state championship <laughs> swim? It's the exact same. Triple awesome. A, I think, regulates how much it costs to get into all their events. So. That's awesome, Coach. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to go. We're gonna have to go to one of these dive meets, um, and and I gotta figure this out. <laughs> First off, I know you will never see me do the two hundred or the five hundred, <laughs> and we will be pushing it to do a fifty. I might do a twenty-five. <laughs> That's about it. But so we talked about. I'm gonna real quick. Let's backtrack a little bit. You talked about some of the some of the female athletes you have. What about some of the male athletes you have? Maybe not only just at Fayetteville, but around Northwest Arkansas that are that are really uh, young young men, young women to watch this year. So I'm super glad you asked that as well. Um, my biggest um, the boy that I can't just brag on enough is Jackson Woodard. Um, he's definitely one to watch. He his backstroke. He actually set a record for Fayetteville High School, and he went 55 seconds in his back 100 backstroke a couple weeks ago, and so we're very proud of him. I think he's, Paula does need to look out for him, because he is awesome. Um, also, in Bentonville, you have Ryan Husband, and he has a, a little brother who also is outstanding, and those were, that would be like, if I were to choose like one kid to really watch, it's it would be him. So what, He's what, kind of, what grade is Jackson in? So Jackson's a junior. A junior, okay. Yes. So the future is bright. Yes, he has, he has a very bright future, yes. And he's not like, he's one of those kids that I count on as a leader already and is always contributing to our high school team, even though 
I know that club swimming is super important to him. He's the one that'll, his parents will be at the high school meet. He could check out and leave, but he will ride home on the bus and he'll just, he's with us through everything. So, Coach, I want to shift gears just a little bit on you. I know that, I know that we have spoken a lot about the swim aspect of it, the 50, the 100, the 200, the 500. Um, but there's a whole other side to this coin, which is diving. And mm-hmm. I would, I'm, I'm just going to throw my guess out there um, as far as diving goes, in which would be that there's a springboard event, there's a five-meter uh, five platform event, a 10-meter platform event, just like there would be in, in the Olympics. Is that right? Is that in accurate? college, no. In, in college it is. In high school in Arkansas, we just do the one-meter. Okay. In high school, they do six dives on the one-meter. And then for conference and state, they do 11 dives, and they have to be able to qualify each of their dives before they can dive it at state. Okay. So, wow. So is that is that off of a platform as well, or is that off of a springboard? Just a springboard. Just a springboard. So my next question to that would be, in I'm getting these looks from these two guys like, how in the world do you know about this? Boys, it's called the Olympics. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Michael Phelps and Greg Luganis? Yeah, but I've never seen Michael Phelps dive, dude. <laughs> the funny no, thing is, Greg Luganis yeah. did. Coach Jones, so, here's the funny thing. We're, we're talking, I mean, this is Brian Dean that's speaking with you. He, he played up here on the hill for the Hogs, and, you know, it's just funny to me. The only thing I could ever see him doing was maybe a cannonball. So yeah. he's wanting to talk to you about dive. So anyway, we're going to let him roll for a little while, and you know, we may edit this part out. Who knows? <laughs> I'd like to see you boys try to edit this stuff. Yeah. That's right. So my my question then at that point in time is off of how how do these divers or and or coaches come up with you know with the advancement of their dives? Because I mean, you've got gainers, you got half gainers, and that sort of thing. But mm-hmm. then I mean. As time goes on from the Greg Luganis type days, you've got to advance. I mean, you've got to advance the trickery, I guess you would call it, difficulty. in your dives. Yeah, difficult. <laughs> the trickery. The, the difficulty <laughs> in the dive. In order, We're going to run reverse uh, here. <laughs> so, how, so, how does one choreograph that? So, what what helps? So, we have some great, great coaches. Our. A lot of Northwest Arkansas divers dive with an AAU club um, that's coached by Darby Schultz, and she's married to the Razorback dive coach, and she dove collegiately and is amazing. Uh, In Bentonville, their divers are coached by a former Razorback diver, but also by actually two former Razorback divers. One of them is Tanisha Marshall, and she dove for Team Canada. So there's, there's lots of experienced coaches wow. in Northwest Arkansas that are helping. The other thing is, is most divers have previous experience in a different sport that transfers very well. Um, for instance, gymnasts often transfer very easily into diving. Um, cheerleaders, so both, actually all four of my divers, or girl divers, have cheer experience that they uh, rely on. Um, the other thing, last year, I had some boys that were diving, and they had pole vaulting experience, and that spatial awareness from pole vaulting, and so that helped them as they were diving. 
Um, this year, I have two boys. One is Grayson Forbosh, and he is a freshman. And he is currently, he plays first at the Tiger Invitational in Little Rock. He's definitely one to look out for. And he just was a was a boy who liked doing flips off the trampoline and, and diving. And his dad was like, let's figure out a way to get this into a sport. And diving clicked for him. And then the same thing for my other diver, Luke Gabney. And they're doing great. That's awesome to hear. Yeah. All right. I've got one question, Coach Osnes, and I'm going to send it back to you. All right. When you said you got the conference in state, they had 11 dives, and you said mm-hmm. they had to do what with those 11 dives? So before they can dive at state, they have to qualify 11 dives. Oh, okay, okay. So they have to have competed with them before and earned some sort of score. They can't fail it. So my, okay. question, my question kind of rolls into yours. Who do you have that judges these – these dives i mean i'm sure there's a few higher officials and so on so most of our judges are our former divers um one of our judges is a is a dive mom who her, her kids are no longer diving and but through both of her daughters diving she has a daughter who's currently on the razorback dive team and her older daughter, who also dove four years, and so just through watching them constantly, she was able to pick up on it and judge. Um, but we also rely on uh, former Razorback divers. A lot. I would say that would be the toughest part. I know in, in our other sports that we have, uh, it would be baseball, softball, basketball, football. It, it just mm-hmm. seems like it's getting tougher and tougher to get officials. I can't imagine. Mm-hmm. I mean, with this, as far as the the dive officials i mean when you go like the clarksville invitation mm-hmm. that we were talking about earlier i mean that's boys i mean just trying to get officials in that area i mean right is there can't be an abundance of them can there right so with clarksville we actually didn't have dive um in little rock they did um like one of our one of the judges was this the same judge that i'm using who she had just made connections with the Little Rock coaches, but she is our, a dive parent, a former dive parent. Um, it's actually probably more difficult to get swim officials because they have to be a USA Swimming dive official um, versus, like, dive is not as picky about it. So, I mean, as you far as all your officials... specific. Yeah, so you're talking specific. about they have to be, they have to have certain recommendation. I mean, is there, like, I guess an official school or official class they have to take to be certified? There's not for diving, which is why diving is is a little bit easier. They just really have to know what they're doing and know what they're looking at. Um, Versus swim, they do. I mean, swim is an official through USA Swimming. Well, Coach, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm uh, I'm much more educated than I was when I I called and talked to you earlier today, and I told you this would be a tough crowd to tough crowd to teach but we've uh, we've definitely enjoyed this and we appreciate uh you uh you know all you've done and, uh, and continued success yeah coach we sure <clears throat> sure appreciate you coming on and i, I think coach Osnes and i'm probably 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 brian dean we're probably going to show up at one of these meets and try to try to uh try to pick up something please do we would love to have you especially february 1st at the hyper at the hyper Okay, yeah. dive starts at 2.45. What time does the, the swim start? Swim, swim will start around 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. All right.
Coach Aldis. No, I just, I just appreciate you, Coach, for coming on and talking to us. And uh, it, uh, there's so many things that you talked about tonight that, you know, we, we probably need to have you back and talk to you again, you know, towards the end of February uh, to see how we are going into the state tournament. That would be great. All right. Hey, Coach, appreciate it. I want to wish your team luck, and, and thanks again for coming on. Thank you so much. Make sure to stay tuned to the Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. You can now get your print on at the Ozarks. As if the Ozarks didn't offer enough, they now offer custom printed tees and embroidery in-house. That's right, in-house custom printed tees and embroidery. Have an upcoming event? Need to showcase your school pride? The Ozarks has you covered. The newest and best equipment on the market ready to print high quality designs and graphics on almost any surface now at the Ozarks. The direct-to-garment printers print into the fabric itself to prevent cracking and peeling with the best color and quality to boot. Print on tees, canvas, leather, denim, and so much more. To top it off, the Ozarks embroidery machines produce high-quality results to display your logo with pride. The holidays will be here before you know it, so hurry on into the Ozarks and get a jump start on all your design ideas today. And while you're there, shop the best brands in women's and men's clothing lines and footwear. Dress with the style everyone desires, all at the Ozarks. Located inside Ozark Outpost and Ozark Sportsman Supply off Highway 412 West, barely out of Springdale in Tawnytown. Are you pressed for time and need something to eat? Look no further than Simple Simon's Pizza right here in Farmington. Located at 56 Yukon Way right behind the First Security Bank, Simple Simon's Pizza is open Sunday through Thursday from 11 to 9 and Friday and Saturday from 11 to 10. If you're really hungry, stop on by during their lunch buffet times of 11 to 2, 7 days a week and a family night dinner buffet every Tuesday from 5 to 8. Armed with various styles of pizza, salad, and calzones, Simple Simon's Pizza has something for everyone. Simple Simon's Pizza is a proud supporter of the Ox and Oz podcast. When you go see them, tell them Ox and Oz sent you. With high school sports from all around Northwest Arkansas, the Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. All right, I want to welcome everybody back. Jeff Oxford joined by Coach Osnes and, and Brian Dean. Coach, what's going on, man? Well, just uh, you, know. you don't have a clue, do you? You don't have a clue, do you? What, what segment are we on? Hey. This is segment three, isn't it? Hey. My bad. Hey. Yes. What are we going to talk about on a controversial topic? Well, I know we're going to talk about the toughest sports that uh, you know are in this area as far as participation. Oh, that's pretty I simple, mean, Coach. What's the, what's the hardest sport to uh, participate in, to play in? And, and I know it's going to get off from conditioning and, you know, toughness, the physicality. Uh, boys, I mean, you know, number one, you're, you're going to sit there, and I'm sure you're going to say something about wrestling. And we all know that's going to be an incredibly tough, tough sport. But, I mean, let's go through all of them. We'll talk about that and see how, see how that goes. But prior to that, I mean, we talked about regionals last week and the state announcements and so on. Now, all of a sudden, it's time for everybody to be in a frenzy. Okay, we're hosting. What do we got to do? Who needs to do what? You know, all these jobs that need to be taken care of. And, and during that time, you have baseball and softball starting up. I don't care about all that. Let's talk about these regionals <laughs> and the important things going on. That's true. Huh? And then prior to that, I mean, just before the regionals, you have state wrestling. Yep. You have state bowling. I mean, there's a lot of things going on. Uh, the state, you know, the state uh, swim and dive that we just talked about. Right. Is, is right there at the end of February. And then all of a sudden you're finishing up hoops within the first two weeks of March. And, and then we're on the spring sports when things get really crazy with baseball, softball, and then track and, and soccer. Let's talk about regional and state basketball. Okay. And the important things that need to be every host of regional and state, the important things that they need to have done. 
Number no. one, parking's the biggest no, issue. No, not even parking close. Is the That's not even close, Coach. Issue. That's right. not even close. Well, what time? What time do most of these games start? They, they, one they o'clock. Start, no, they start yeah. early. Yeah, it's so of the day. it don't matter. That's not the most important thing. Have you been? Uh, okay, well, we know the parking at Farmington High School is tough, but have you been to Fayetteville High School in the middle of the day and seen their parking situations? <laughs> My God. What's that got it's to do with all this? That's the number one thing. Parking. Parking Where are you going to put it. the buses? Where are you going to put all the people that are coming in? I cannot in? even start to tell you how disappointed I am in well, you right now. Uh, let me guess. You want to say who's going to announce the games? That not even close. <laughs> Hotels. <laughs> no. Hospitality room, boys. <laughs> you got to have a hospitality room. That's right. You Every- can have the nicest <laughs> joint in town, man. Yeah. But you got to have a hospitality room, coach. Yeah. And which mama's bringing the chili? That. And you're going to have you're going to have some Tony Satcheri's jambalaya. At Farmington, definitely. Uh, you, I guarantee you. Bobby Wilson you takes care talk, of us. And you want to talk about parking. <laughs> that would be a big <laughs> issue, Bob. You somehow, some way, you got to be able to park to get to the hospitality coach, room. Same, same one, way with hotels. Pretty one important. word for you, Coach. Uber. <laughs> Uber. Drop me off at the door. <laughs> Drop please. me off at the hospitality room. <laughs> huh? Ticket takers. Clock keepers. Bookkeepers. Uh, bookkeepers. bookkeepers. Announcers. Uh, your hospitality staff. That's Lining important. up officials. Re- yeah, I was going to say referees. No, getting, you don't have to do that. Getting the teams in there, who's going to shuffle the team from this locker room to that locker room, so on. let's keep everything and host. On. Yeah, that's the hostess with the most. There you go. Hostess and host. You don't have to worry about scheduling the officials. They have somebody else does that. So when it comes down to you, I know you no say schedule, parking. no, but you got to get them out to the floor. Who's got this game? Are oh you here? Gosh, Where are you going to put them? You got to the get them How are oh they going to How are they going to officiate oh. if they can't walk hey, to the floor? Hey, let me tell you. Why do just, I got to throw them out to the to floor? Just get them to a dressing room, from their car to a dressing room, from a dressing room out to the floor, out to the field sometime. That's a lot tougher than what you think, boys. You know what? That's why you don't get no breaks right there. <laughs> huh? Because you dogging them. Seasoning hadn't even started oh, and you're dogging no, them right I now. I they can't walk from years. the car out to the field. That's unbelievable, I have coach. not dogged them five years. I've sat on that bucket and enjoyed every pitch. Yeah, oh, I guarantee you. Yeah, I've heard you. You almost went Calipari on a couple of them. <laughs> How about Calipari? Huh? That was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome, except for the comeback. You know what the best part about that was? When Dave, Dave Van Horn up there in the second row waving by I like that a lot. Yeah. I like that, too. All right. So, Coach, we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about the controversial topic. I think we all pretty much going to agree that wrestling is going to be the, the toughest one. I mean. So, we're just going to pro- basically be talking for what second. I, yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. There's no doubt. Yeah, I know it is. <laughs> what about you, Google man? <laughs> He's going to Google which one's the toughest and, and go ahead and have his argument set up. I mean, hey, that's the reason the that's you reason see the way they folding them boys up up there? Oh, and then girls, the way they folding oh. it? I couldn't do it. No. No, we sat down for like three minutes and <laughs> we were in awe and we were watching the girls' side. Yeah. yeah, that was, and at times they were meaner and tougher and quicker than some of the boys. So, yeah, yeah, that is I, true. Yeah, we don't want none of that. Have, All you, right. have you talked about our sponsors? Yeah. Did I miss that segment? Yes, you did. <laughs> yeah. I know I talked with Ashley Archer at Ozark Sportsman the other day. Uh, she's a former player, and she had all kinds of ideas for shirts yep. and so on. I went, up, I went up there myself, went through. Here's the deal. I like the buffet right up here at Simple Simons. I, I think there we all me some yeah. pizza, spaghetti, and salad. Those guys take care of us in every sport. I mean, they it's amazing how they take care of the, uh, the athletic program in Farmington. So, do a great job. We appreciate it. All right, Coach, you got anything else? I think that's it hey, until the next segment. Yeah, you take a break, and you figure out what you're going to say in, in <laughs> the toughest sport. We all know what it is. Brian Dean, 
Let's take a break, man. All right, sounds good. Make sure to stay tuned to the Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. Are you pressed for time and need something to eat? Look no further than Simple Simon's Pizza right here in Farmington. Located at 56 Yukon Way right behind the First Security Bank, Simple Simon's Pizza is open Sunday through Thursday from 11 to 9 and Friday and Saturday from 11 to 10. If you're really hungry, stop on by during their lunch buffet times of 11 to 2, 7 days a week and a family night dinner buffet every Tuesday from 5 to 8. Armed with various styles of pizza, salad, and calzones, Simple Simon's Pizza has something for everyone. Simple Simon's Pizza is a proud supporter of the Ox and Oz podcast. When you go see them, tell them Ox and Oz sent you. You can now get your print on at the Ozarks. As if the Ozarks didn't offer enough, they now offer custom printed tees and embroidery in-house. That's right, in-house custom printed tees and embroidery. Have an upcoming event? Need to showcase your school pride? The Ozarks has you covered. The newest and best equipment on the market ready to print high quality designs and graphics on almost any surface now at the Ozarks. The direct-to-garment printers print into the fabric itself to prevent cracking and peeling with the best color and quality to boot. Print on tees, canvas, leather, denim, and so much more. To top it off, the Ozarks embroidery machines produce high-quality results to display your logo with pride. The holidays will be here before you know it, so hurry on into the Ozarks and get a jump start on all your design ideas today. And while you're there, shop the best brands in women's and men's clothing lines and footwear. Dress with the style everyone desires, all at the Ozarks. Located inside Ozark Outpost and Ozark Sportsman Supply off Highway 412 West, barely out of Springdale in Tawnytown. With high school sports from all around Northwest Arkansas, the Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. Hey, I want to welcome everybody back to the Ox and Oz Show. Jeff Oxford, joined by Coach Randy Osnes. Coach, how you doing? I'm doing good. These these segments just hey. keep getting better. Hey, Coach, you learn anything about swimming and diving? <laughs> I'm, we're going to have to have her back on. Uh, there, there is so much information within that 20-minute segment that we just did that uh, I... I wrote down a full page of notes and finally just put my pen down because I couldn't keep up. But Was it dead or rudder scram? Well, no, really, it, it was going well until we got into the diving part where <laughs> Dean brings up Greg Luganis and all this. So, oh, I mean, he I, went Google on us. Yeah, he was, he was over here typing you go, away. You know he didn't know that. You can look <laughs> You look at Brian Dean. He's never... He's never dove off no diving It's like board. I said a while ago. I, I had mean, dove off of a diving cannonball. Cannonball. Here we go. In, off no diving In fact, board. I can tell you, in all honesty, I've actually dove off the platform at the hyper building. That's because some jokers took you up there <laughs> and threw you it. off. <laughs> they, you didn't do that on your own. No, actually, I did. I, and now I will tell you, when I got up to the ten meter platform, I was scared like there was no tomorrow. I was going to say scared. Yeah. Less, but. Yeah, it was actually after a uh, spring ball, a spring football practice with Danny Ford, and we had some watermelon, and then he took us to the hyper building and said, "Y'all boys have at it." And so you looked at the, you looked at those platforms, and it automatically come to your head that, hey, I think I'm gonna climb up there and jump off that. <laughs> as dumb as I was at that point in time, yes, sir. Well, the other part of it that, that Coach was talking about the 500, you know, whether it's freestyle or, or whatever it may be, my gosh, Ox. Uh, that's that's a long time. Coach, you swim. can put me in a canoe in that pool, <laughs> and I don't know if I could do 500 meters. Oh, what's I tell you? That's uh, that's 10 trips, Coach. Uh, God bless those kids. And, and you know what is it? February 1st that she talked about is their next 
meet at yes. the Hyper that, that they're hosting. And, yes. uh, yeah, guys, I think we ought to go. I think that would be a good time. I'm for it. Uh, well, I know one thing. I'm not swimming no 500 meters. Ain't nobody said we had to swim. I'm not. I can't do it. <laughs> hey, before we get into this, because I know there's no doubt in my mind we're going to get mad at each other <laughs> while we're doing this. we're going to get mad on this one. We're going to get mad. So let me tell everybody, keep keep sending us emails, oxandoz at gmail.com, O-X-A-N-D-O-Z at gmail.com. And, uh, and, and Brian. Yes, sir. Hey, man, we got some great sponsors. We do, Jeff, and uh, Ozark Sportsman Supply and Ashley uh, Archer over there. Go out and see what they have. they got a lot of great deals going on. Tell uh, Swing By, get you a custom-made T-shirt, hat, that sort of thing, embroidered, screen-printed, and uh, tell Ashley that the Ox and Oz show sent you. Or if you're hungry, swing on down to Farmington Simple Simon, Simple Simon's Pizza, and tell uh, Aaron Hill and the boys that we sent you as well. That's right. I like to eat. Coach, <laughs> what are you lot, about, I coach? got a lot of comments on that one too, and we haven't even got to the controversial subject of the night. What's that Topic subject going to be? You know, I, I was I was looking some stuff up the other day, and, and I don't know. I mean, we can throw this out here. We've actually already talked about it a little bit here in the segment prior to, but what do we believe is the hardest sport to participate in? I mean, all the sports that we cover up here in Northwest Arkansas, the twenty-two schools that we cover. What's the hardest sport there is to play in, be a part of the team of? I mean, so on and so on. What, what do you think? Well, now, this sports that I know something about, or I mean, because I'm, I'm telling you right now, Coach, if I'm running, let's say I'm running track and I'm running the mile, and I get a half mile, I get tired, that's fine. I just stop running <laughs> and walk off. Ain't no big deal. If I'm swimming the 500 meter, you can't just stop swimming, Coach. <laughs> you go, you're going to sink like a rock, <laughs> you, aren't you? You can't stop. So that's difficult, but I ain't no doubt in my mind. The hardest sport to play is basketball. Really? Yep. Well, boy, you're going to have to go ahead and uh, kind of expand on that one a little bit. Are you going to tell me it's football? Oh, well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll All right, so let's that, think and I'm going to go from there to a let's, couple others stop. that I believe let, in, too. Well, yeah, go to them sports where they steal signs. Okay. <laughs> that, hey, that also. Let's start with football. You run one play. A long play in football is seven to eight seconds. Then you come back. See, now you're leaving you out. You're leaving out the parts I was going to talk about. 105 degrees on the turf in August. I don't care about nothing about that. Yeah. 27 pounds. Let, let, let's pounds. start at that point right there, and then we'll work up to right. one play last seven or eight seconds or whatever it may be, where you're actually, most people are going full tilt and running into each other, which, you know, how much energy does that exert when you tackle or whenever you run into somebody, when you block, whatever it may be, I mean, yeah, that's where I would start at. So like go I ahead. I mean, say, you're, you're a former like basketball player. Say, go ahead. Seven to eight seconds, and then you go back and you stand around <laughs> for another 15 or 20 seconds, and you repeat the process. Well, unless it's In no basketball, huddle. the only time you stand around, there's two times you stand around. One of them is when you're at the free throw line. The second time is when you're at, the, at a timeout. That's it. Well, there's no doubt that the conditioning in basketball is probably a little bit different than conditioning in football. There you go. I won. I won. But – as far as the contact and, and being Are you physical, telling me there's no contact in basketball? No, I'm just telling you the contact in basketball, in basketball no compared pads. to football is a whole lot there's different. There's no pads in basketball. Well, there hadn't been too many times I've seen a guy break his collarbone by, you know, running into a guy posting up on the, on, on the block. I mean, just 
But I've seen that guy's diving, guy's tackling. I mean, so on and so on. Concussions. How many concussions did Ox get? Well, he probably got a lot, didn't he? So you're going to take it from the – you're going to say basketball is the toughest from the conditioning side of things. Well, let me, let me play devil's advocate because there's a whole lot more conditioning in soccer than there is in football. I mean, in basketball. In basketball, you're only running 94 feet. Let's talk about – Soccer, where you're running 120 meters. That ain't my fault. Them boys chose that. And there's still phys- there's still physicality in it. You're playing 90 minutes, 45 minutes a half, on top of that. So there, I mean, there's no time to stand around in in, in soccer. Well, I'm just, I, I'll go from there. I mean, so we're talking about. So we kind of got off and we said, okay, now we're talking about physical sports. Right. And then we went that way. But I'm I'm talking about how hard is it? to jump off of a springboard and do what Ashley Jones was talking about, Coach Jones will go, and some of the dives those guys do and those right. those females do. I mean, boys, you know the three of us could be able to do that. No. And we played football. And we played basketball. And right. We played baseball. And, and, and th- think about it also in addition to that, that she said some, some of her divers are gymnastics people, cheer people. So all of those, you know – in addition to that, I mean, you've got all those flips and everything. That yeah. those, those people are doing You have an the advantage board. there with that pole vault in gymnastics. <laughs> that would be me. Yeah. Oh, yo, I forgot about that. That was you like did epi- not, You'll that was never like, forget about that. That's that. like episode six, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pole vault in gymnastics. So then, okay, we, we can go on from there. Baseball, softball. Trying to hit a ball. Oh, I, I mean, you see how many people that are really, really good athletes basketball-wise, football-wise, so on, mm-hmm. that can't hit a curveball, can't hit a slider, you know, can't hit a rise ball in softball. I mean, that's there's a level so of difficulty there. So now you're telling there. me baseball or softball is the most difficult sport. I'm just saying it's difficult. I'm not it's telling you which one I believe is truly more difficult than the hitting, other. hitting can be hard. Well, I think fielding, too. I've seen a lot of good basketball players and football players come out, and you hit them a one-hop, and, you know, that chin goes flying. And, you know, they're afraid to stand there on top of one, whereas they can take the the beating on the block or they can take the hit from a, you know, defensive lineman. Uh, there's a lot of difficult aspects to every sport that we've talked about here. Which one's the most difficult? If you wanted to single, if you wanted to single out one aspect in a sport that I believe is most, most difficult, it, it would have to be hitting a softball. I mean, if you if you look at some of the people – I mean, Major League Baseball players. Albert Pujols obviously can crush a baseball. He's been inside a batter's box for softball and whiffed numerous times trying to hit a softball. That's set up, man. Well, I'm going to go in a direction that I'm sure you guys would never thought I would have, but what's cheering dance? I can't imagine. Yeah. You know, you, you sit there and you watch them at the halftime of a basketball game or even a football game where they build a pyramid or what do they do, and they throw somebody up, and she does five or six little flips or twirls or whatever, and somebody catches her. The amount of practice that goes into that, and thank God somebody's there to catch her. You know, I mean, that's uh, that's stuff. And the girls that dance, you know, Lord knows I can't dance. And I've seen Ox dance. He can't dance either. So God, God love him. Those two sports right there. I'd love to see Ox do a round-off back handspring, back tuck, back I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what that is. Round-off back handspring, back tuck, He's back Googling back. again. Coach. I think he is. That's, that's kind of like the, the dive that, part. Or if you Coach didn't Jones Google go. that, I got some major concerns on how you knew that. 
We have cheerleaders in our schools. But I don't know. Do you know what that's called, what they're doing? A somersault. That's all I know. <laughs> that, that's about it. Huh? Plus my 11-year-old. Well, here's, the, here's the next thing. So here's the next sport she, that, she, she helps. that we haven't even talked about. Golf. You know, you, you, put a, yeah. you put a ball up on a tee. Hey, how tough can it be? <laughs> yes. Being the golf coach that you are, I know that you know how tough it could be because you That's only a misconception, have, I mean, right? You now. only have a twenty-five <laughs> yard fairway, and trying to keep that little ball from going right or going left is difficult. So let's get back to it, Ox. Which one is the well, most difficult sport to, to y'all play? And all y'all arguments, I'm gonna have to admit, basketball's the toughest. <laughs> okay, let's go back to that. So once again, why is basketball the toughest sport? to participate in or to play? Well, it just is. I'm just telling you, it is. First off, you can make a mistake in football, nobody can see your face. you got a helmet on. They don't, they don't know what you look like. <laughs> you make a mistake in basketball, everybody sees who it is. The official will stand right there and tell. You know, if you if you hold somebody in football, they say, hold him. Nobody knows who they did call, it. They call your number. They call your number. And now. then you get out there in basketball and they say, personal foul, number 12. Everybody knows who it is, you know. Running up down, you never get to stop. I know you talked about soccer. I feel sorry for them folks that pick soccer. I could never do it. I understand how people love it, but I, I don't. I can't. You know, it's now if you want to get really, really serious, which, which game I know I could never, ever, ever play because I'd be scared to death, that's hockey. Oh, how, yeah. how much fun would that be? No, that would not be no, fun. That'd be awesome. You give a that, bunch of redneck sticks. Oh, that would be Coach, awesome. there ain't no good going to come out of that. <laughs> well, what about lacrosse? Huh? What about lacrosse? Okay, hey, we said the sports that we cover in Northwest Arkansas, and I agree, those two sports would be a lot of fun, and you can go you can go Jones Center and play hockey. Right. Uh, up in Rogers now, they, they have a lot of lacrosse going on. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that are coming up. I mean, that's. We're going to start a hockey team in Farmington. I think it would be awesome. Uh, 50 and over. No. no. <laughs> that would be so much fun. No. Oh, how much fun would that be? It hey. would be a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, just just to, first of all, just to see you two boys on ice and skates at the same well, time. I'm, I'm telling you right now, if I get to going down the ice on skates, you you better get out of my way. We'll just I'm pretty sure brakes ain't working, man. I'm a big St. Louis Blues fan. Big. My son, my son-in-law, both are, are big fans, and we've – We've gone and watched them a couple of times, and Liz and I went to Dallas and watched them play the Stars. It's a great sport. Yeah, it is. Great sport. A lot of fun. I mean, those guys are incredibly talented and incredibly tough. Yeah. But you think it's basketball. I still think I'm leaning towards football, and I've got arguments for baseball, softball, cheer, dance, and golf. Yeah. And you're, you're there with soccer. Well, I mean – I don't know that soccer is the toughest, but when it comes down to conditioning, you know, versus basketball, I would put soccer conditioning toughness up there probably ahead of basketball. I mean, just thinking from the aspect of 45 minutes, you've got a whole lot more ground to cover than just 94 feet. Yeah, but in basketball, and I'm not taking anything away from soccer, but in basketball, you're full speed the whole time. Well, and that, that that's an argument. You know, so, that's but, an argument. But I'm telling you right now, don't do not take that wrong. I'm telling you, I can watch soccer. Boys, there's no way, there's no way I could ever play it ever. Even when I was in the best shape in my life in college playing basketball, I couldn't do it. It's like I told you boys earlier. I let I, I tried I tried out once, and didn't even last a day because the coach lined us up to warm up, and our warm ups was 120 minute sprints. 
I lasted two down there and back, and then I kept going on the second one straight to the locker room, straight to home. Well, what about track? No. I mean, I, yeah, exactly. I mean, I ran track and junior high. And, yeah. God bless, God bless Coach Dotson. <laughs> Pole vault, that'd be hard. Oh, I can't even imagine. I can't do it. Could you imagine those decathletes? Can't do it. That that take part in ten, all ten events. Well, what's what's the young man that's uh, going to A State from Farmington? Uh, uh, Trey South. Trey South yeah. is going to A State. He's pole vaulter. I mean, uh, those guys. That's a special skill. Yeah. I mean, that, how tough is that? I mean, it's just amazing the, the little things that, that have to be done in each sport. And conditioning's huge, you right. know. And every coach believes that hey, well-conditioned team is a well-disciplined team. And, and that's going to be one of the first things that you have in football, first things you have in basketball, soccer, so on and so on. And even with cheer and dance, even with baseball and softball, I mean, more and more, everybody's figuring out, hey, strength and conditioning. you got to have it. It goes hand in hand to, to make these athletes uh, better players. Yep. Now, I know we sit here and we talk about these topics, and it's a lot better if, if we all have a side. But the truth of the matter is, Every one of them's got something. Oh, there's that, that, no doubt. That's hard, you know. Mm -hmm. And I'm not – I can tell you, man, I sit in there with some of your really good pitchers in softball. I remember set, coming up in the, in, into the batter's box, and I foul-tipped one, and that was it. That was, that was a success. Hey, let me tell you, when we used to you do that know? fundraiser, we would allow people from the public to come out, and, you know, you can pay however much per pitch to be pitched to. Right. That was some of the fun – I mean, our pitchers – Thought it was fun. But let me tell you, me sitting over at the video, that was so much fun. I, I've got evidence on folks that say they were pretty good at one time. But, yeah. And, and beyond what, what we're talking about here, what about these kids that are, you know, multi-sport athletes? Right. You know, I, I have probably three or four that are on cheer and dance, play softball. And, you know, they're great students. I mean, great GPAs. And that's just like what Coach was talking about a while ago with the swim and dance. She has cheerleaders. Uh, she's got kids that are cross-country kids, track kids. I mean, that's – boys, let me tell you, a lot going on in these young folks' lives. Yeah, and absolutely. Thank goodness for it. But, yeah, I, I still believe that Ox is wrong and we're right. How's that? How do you figure? Just, just trying to get a rise out <laughs> yeah. of How do you figure, boys? I'm telling you all, basketball is tough. I like to see either one of you all go out there and try to play a basketball game. And not tonight. Yeah. Not tonight. Like I said, I think hockey would be a lot more fun. Yeah. I think it'd be just fun just to see Hawks, you know. Hey, <laughs> get him going, get him going, just get out of his way. Let's let him fall into the wall. You boys, rest assured, if you ever see me in a hockey game, I'm the goalie. I will tell you this, boys: ice skating is tough. It is it, tough. That it is. We were at a coach's clinic years ago. Gosh, it's like 24 years ago now. Jay Holland, Ron Bond, who's over at Prairie Grove now, uh, JD Matthews, Steve Morgan. We were at the Gallery Mall in Dallas. And ice skating rink. Ice skating rink's in the very <laughs> middle of the, the middle. mall. And I had never skated before. The boy says, hey, we're going to go out here, we're going to skate. There was a bunch of ladies on their lunch break that I swear could not eat because they were laughing so hard watching us. I mean, it was it was one little folly after another. It was good times. It would be a fun sport. And like you said, every one of these sports are incredibly tough. And, and God bless the kids that we cover and, and the coaches that coach them. Well, here's the deal. Coach, you go watch them kids. A lot of kids make it look easy. Truth of the matter is not. None of the sports. I mean, they're all uh, – there's difficulties in every aspect. I mean, you've been out of high school 62 years. <laughs> I've been out 33. And the game has changed. Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah. In every game. Yeah. In every game. And, uh, yeah. All right, Coach, you got anything else? I think that's it, buddy. How about you, Brian Dean? I'm good. You done Googling? 
<laughs> I have to be honest. I haven't googled one thing. Whatever, tonight. whatever, whatever. There ain't no way you come swim up and dive. There ain't swim no way you come yeah. up with that off the top of your head, man. I did, huh? I did. No, you did. I, I did. Okay. I'll show you my computer. No, I don't want to look at your computer. <laughs> I really think he was probably the manager for the dive team up there at the university. Is that what it was? Cowboy. <laughs> Cowboy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> the towel's like size of a horse cloth. Right? <laughs> don't go there. <laughs> Do not go there. All right. Hey. Coach. I'm out. I'm out. Hey, next week. Boys, it's been a good show. All right, everybody. Hope everybody has a great week. We'll uh we'll we'll, we'll see you next week. <laughs>